everyone. Thank you for joining me again today for How to Scale Your AMC Podcast. We got, guys, we got a special guest today. And I don't often say this. I say we got great people. We got we got Carter Hostelli. Carter, did I pronounce your last name right for the audience? It's all good. <laughs> all right. We got Carter H here, founder of Leadtail, a multi-seven-figure agency who his, his energy is... I would almost say he's, he could be my energetic doppelganger with how we're, how we're communicating so far before that we actually clicked record. So Carter, thank you so much for jumping in. For everyone listening, what's Leadtail? You're a B2B social media agency, but tell us, like, who, who are you and what's Leadtail and what are you guys up to today? Yeah, absolutely. So we focus in providing social media services Almost all, but not all of our clients are venture-backed startups. Mm. Okay, I'm up here in uh, rainy Portland, Oregon, but an expat from the Bay Area. And from the Bay Area, we just got very, very tied in with the whole venture sort of startup community. And and that is who we serve. Our, Our typical client is probably raised... 50 million plus in venture capital. That's good. So these are all folks with with money, but they need help. Awesome. Well, I could tell you right off the bat, I'm going to have to connect you to my guy, Jeremy Epperson, who does CRO, runs a CRO agency, and they work with the same client profile. So that's going to be a perfect serendipitous connection for you guys to have. Awesome. So we're working with venture-backed businesses. You guys come in. Tell us, you know, how do you specifically provide value? Why are people bringing you in? Well, I'd say the first thing is in the context of these companies, you know, they, they've received funding, but, but the truth is they're all challenged in the same way. They're coming in to disrupt a market that typically has a few guerrilla companies, Adobe, Salesforce, Google, whomever that's already in the market in some way. And their challenge is they cannot win doing the same best practices as these large enterprises because the gorillas in the market already have brand recognition, have large content teams, have big media budgets, et cetera. They also look at social media in particular as a channel that they can sort of break through and compete in. And really from our vantage point, they bring us in to help them understand what will be tomorrow's best practices and start to do them today. Beautiful. Beautiful. One of the things I just loved from what you just said there, they are venture backed, but all the problems are the same. And, you know, and one of the things I just, business is business, you know, it doesn't matter if you're venture venture backed, bootstrapped, when you get to a certain level of scale, the problems usually are the same. Right. So it's, it's being able to be a service provider that could come in and do genuinely good work, understand your market and your niche and help just for you guys to drive, you know, new business and new revenue. Right. So I love that you mentioned that because I think a lot of listeners and a lot of people just going agnostic to the marketplace can think, oh, they're venture backed, all their problems are solved. Well, and it's always a challenge too, right? I mean, when, when a uh, prospect is asking, what is your special sauce, right? I mean, I mean, what do you say? You say, oh, the people we have or the culture, or I've been in your seat, you know, but that doesn't, my experience is that doesn't, that doesn't move the dial. But when I basically tell them that they cannot win in their market doing what everyone else is doing, 
then, then I say they need to do what will be best practices two, three, four years down the road. Guess what question they ask me? Well, what are those best practices? Okay, now I've got them on the path where it's no longer me differentiating what we do and more me already establishing myself as an expert where they want to hear more of what my view is of the world and then, of course, more practically understand how they can start implementing it. Yeah, one of my biggest beliefs when adding value to a prospect or agency or business is being showing up as a thought leader and adding value, right? Especially because in, in your space, there's a lot of agencies, a lot of large agencies that just pitch. They have their templated deck and they just, you know, they're coming in with a templated approach and they're trying to close business. But the ones that, from what you said, right, can guide their displaying expertise adding value. It's an easy way to differentiate and also inc increase closing rate, increase trust. That way, when you do kick off a partnership, you're building a genuine relationship, not a transaction. Well, and part of the challenge we have is, look, all these companies are already doing social media, right? So, so my first question to them after the question of how did you hear about Leetail, my question to them is, why, why are we talking today? What, what is the problem um, that, yeah. that you're experiencing? because it's very rare, especially since we don't deal with companies that are too early stage, it's very rare that they're not already trying to do something on social, um, et cetera. So exactly. it's really understanding why are you bringing us in? Is it to make social more strategic? It's to, is it because you believe you're just not doing it right? Is it because you think that there's some other sort of strategic campaigns that you should be doing tied in like employee advocacy or influencer marketing or leveraging social better to support your ABM campaigns? What is it? I love that. You know, when I learned how to sell, I learned uh, the NLP five-step sales process. And for everyone that doesn't know what that is, that's the neuro-linguistic programming five-step sales process, which just basically study the marketplace who have the best cadences, the best results in sales, and what's the science behind it. And one of those things is, you know, what's your pain point? Like where are the opportunities you need to solve? And then also what do you want to accomplish where you're going? And we, and the great sales professionals that can build a bridge from where they're at, struggles, pain points to where they want to go, desired future results, and show a clear path are the ones that have great closing rates, right? So I can see that obviously with you, but let me ask you this, Carter, right? I want to kind of change the pace. You, at least on LinkedIn, it shows 29 employees, right? You might have more, you might have less. Maybe there's some contractors in there that aren't visible, but you have a big team relatively, right? Definitely in the 1% of all businesses in terms of size. And for everyone listening, if you're earning over $1 million, you're in the top 4% of businesses, right? So if you're earning multi-seven, you're probably closer to the 1%. So a lot of founders listening to this, a lot of agency owners, you know, wish to be in your position. And for everyone listening, Carter started his business in 20, 2007, right? So this is not an overnight success, but a lot of people don't know what they don't know. And one of the things I'm super passionate about is systems and processes, right? When thinking about what has gotten you here, there's obviously a myriad of success stories and great business processes and systems that you've built to enable and empower you and your team to scale to that multi seven figure level. What are one or two of the ones that are still in effect today that you think have been, could be a cornerstone that has empowered your team to be successful at this scale. Yeah, and I would clarify also sort of the timeline. I, I sort of was an independent consultant 
Correct. Um, back in 2017, consulted for a number of venture back companies, and then really brought on my um, my um, agency partner, Kerry Carlson, around 2010. Um, and at that time, we didn't know were we going to help mobile app companies, were we going to be broadly helping on digital, or were we going to hone in on B2B social media in particular. So really the, the brunt of the growth of the agency has happened, I would say in the last five years is, is really how to think about it. Cool. Now coming to your question, this is going to be uh, or could be somewhat counterintuitive. Okay, so, so number one, I have a firm belief that the future of B2B marketing is around community building. We have no salespeople on staff. We will never have a salesperson on staff. Wow. Um, not how we come at anything. Wow. Um, yeah, I what it. I do is I have lots of conversations with folks every week. My number one goal is not to close them on anything. My number one goal is to help them. So uh, we're a believer. I'm a believer that help is the new selling. Um, and it's all about building community. The trick here is aligning the mission of your, your business, your agency with the mission of those that you sell to. If you go to the Leetel website and look at our blog posts, 90% of our blog posts are really um, uh, B2B marketers sharing what their best practices are, what they do better. We've got two video podcast series. We've got a very active blog. We do an almost monthly uh, virtual summit uh, event. And our mission is to help B2B marketers up their game by learning from each other. From that, I get every week referred, referred business in. As a matter of fact, our biggest problem because we've chosen this approach is not a demand side, it's a supply side. I can't hire in and train people fast enough to address the amount of uh, um, um, highly qualified leads coming in via the community we've built. I love that on so many different levels, Carter. This is brilliant. And I resonate with it because I do the same thing, right? I, you know, you're, you're a handful of steps ahead of me personally, but one of the things that I was extremely intentional on the front end is I will only work with people that share my values, period, right? This, this life is too short money is too abundant to settle and compromise how I want to show up in the world to, to work with people that don't show their core values. Because when you do work with businesses and people that share those values, everything's a lot more enjoyable. The work is better and the, the results are better, right? And then on top of that, building community, I agree completely, right? We're at Twiz, right? We're in the, the midst of doing that. We have we're, we're about to get to 100 agency owners in the community. So if you're not in there yet, we're definitely going to bring you in. And secondly, showing up as a thought leader. We're here to add value. We're here to share best practices. And we're here to, to make everyone's lives better because a rising tide raises all ships, right? And this has clearly been so effective where you've had the network effects of we don't have a, a sales team at all and yet here we are with too many leads. We don't have enough supply, right? Or we don't have, yeah, we don't have enough demand shit. We don't have supply to be able to supply the demand that we have coming in with our team. How did you come up with this concept? Because I think everyone gets to this angle a little bit differently. I know how I did, but wh why did you build like this? 
Well, what I would say is um, a couple things. So number one, you know, we work with a lot of SaaS companies and we just are plugged into their demand gen engine. We see everything they're doing. I've seen everything they're doing for a long, long time. And it's, if everyone is doing the same thing by definition, it's, it's, it's going to increasingly have worse and worse returns. Okay. So, so, so I, I came to understand as these companies hire armies of SDRs and BDRs and, 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 and the truth is the output is simple. Now you, Jordan and I no longer answer our phones. We don't recognize the phone number. Yeah. Okay. That's we don't right. like to visit websites that will retarget us again and again and again. Okay. We're leery of downloading a white paper because we're going to get a call or a ping almost before we have a moment to read it. So, so my view, and, and it has been for a while that the existing sales model is broken. Okay. Mm. So when you flip it and really say, well, you know, what is the right model? And, and as you start to understand by just in good faith, helping people, providing expertise, um, results in, in folks, folks wanting to turn to you and help you back. So if at some point you and I meet together for lunch, I'm going to pick up the check at the end and you're going to say, Carter, next time I'll get it. How can I help you? It's what I call the human algorithm. All of us are driven by the tech algorithm. But the human algorithm is the more you help others, the more they will bend over backwards to help you. I see this a ton on social. I tell clients, you know, clients and prospects will come to me and say, we're getting no engagement on social. I say to them, tell me how you're engaging others. Crickets. They say, none of our customers are amplifying our content. I say, well, tell me how much you're amplifying your customers' content. Crickets. I say, let me see if I've got this right. You've got an engagement problem and an advocacy problem, and you're not doing any of this yourself. Okay. So, so as I really came to understand, the secret is if you bend over backwards to help other folks, the math works out so much better. I will tell you that I develop what I call our North Star equation. Okay, I'm a big believer in account-based marketing. So ABM plus community plus advocacy equals deal flow. Let me say it another way. If you've got your list of target accounts and your focus is on building community and you focus on turning those folks within the community to be advocates of you, it results in leads. Because here is, here is the thing that we assume incorrectly all the time that we are trying to sell to one person and we either close them or, or, or we don't. And we do everything we can to take them down the path and close them. I don't come at it that way. I come at it as I want to help this person because I then will get access to their whole network. I will become their B2B social media person. So when someone else in their network says, Hey, does anyone know a good B2B social agency? Guess who they're going to, they're going to jump in and recommend me. So I don't think about the person I'm talking to as the end buyer and then trying to figure out how to close them. Instead, I'm trying to do everything I can help them because then they're going to be my champion to their whole network. I love this. I love this so much. I love this so much on so many levels because my approach is the same. 
But even beyond that, oh gosh, it, it it's so refreshing because Carter, I speak to a lot of agency owners just like you do, right? It's it's this is not something that's echoed as common as I think it should be because it's leading leading with great value added intentions with genuinely no expectations of return, even though we know, right? As long as I keep adding value, as long as I keep taking care of people and being someone who's genuinely there to help, it will come back in the end, right? It's the abundant mindset, right? It's all going to work out. And it's the service leader attitude as well, right? If I continue to serve and be a leader in my community and my space, whether it's virtually or physically, everything will be okay. And not only has it been okay for you, it's actually put you into a bottleneck situation where you can't handle how good it is, right? This is the first year um, I'm trying to make it so I don't go one to two quarters where I can't take on any new business. Now, part of the reason we're oriented this way is because you know our plan is to double, triple, quadruple the amount of customers that we have. So we're taking the time to build the right infrastructure, systems, processes, training, um, et cetera, to support the, the growth in the business. Beautiful. Right? So that means I'm taking my time because I want to make sure that all the clients we have end up also being advocates. Yeah. I just want to take a moment to highlight this. This has been the methodology that I've kind of, quote, like grown up with. Carter, just for your context, and I guess for everyone's context, I started listening to podcasts when I was an undergrad. I was in 2015. I was an undergrad at Ohio State University. I started listening to podcasting, and this was the the thing that continually came up, lead with value, solve problems, be someone who just helps others, right? And it'll all work out. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, because they're so short-sighted, can't see the the long-term network effects, as you call it, or even the psychology, right? When you put and when you put and invest into someone's emotional bank account by solving their problems, by adding value, law of reciprocity, human nature kicks in to what you were saying before. You called it, did you say that it was the human equation, right? Or the human, human algorithm. Human algorithm. human algorithm. And that's just how it works, right? And you know, we have the very first, you know, steps of this in our own business. We have a Slack community that's just starting out. Just last week, I just started to reach out to community members. Hey, I'm here to try to make this community more unique and value added. I want to give you a free systems audit. And because the marketplace, when someone gives you a free audit or just free value, it scares people away. I'm going to get sold. So I really had to provide specific canes. Hey, I'm here. There will be no sale. I genuinely am here to help you make a better business with no ask in the back end. Do you want to set this up? And when I when I added in the additional context, people started to open up their ears. So I want to ask you this question. How have you been able to build this community where it's invitational and it doesn't cause people to be triggered where their guard goes up? So they walk in, they were like, shit, this guy and this community is fucking awesome. I love it here. I feel safe here. Well, what I would say is I'm a big believer in you want to double business, double the amount of conversations you have. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm very fundamental that way. Um, folks, folks recommend in others for me to talk to. I am, I'm always chatting with, with folks within the existing community. And, and truthfully, you build it over time, mm. right? Because the good thing is, and, and it's so counterintuitive, 
the more authentic you are, the more you stand out from the crowd, right? I have calls with folks where they start to interact me like as if I'm selling and I will stop the conversation. I will say, let me be clear here. My goal is not to sell you anything whatsoever. My goal is to help however I can. And you know what they say to me? They say, that is so refreshing. You don't know how that puts me at ease. And we have a real conversation, et cetera. Right. And then they intro. I, I get cold introed into, you know, at least one or two every week. Someone says, you know, hey, Carter, I'm introducing you to this person. Right. So it's really just having conversations and coming at it very authentically. Now, let me put in the practicality of marketing. Right. So I have a byline with CMS Wire. OK, we host influencer dinners. We've already had two this year with the opening up of the pandemic. I'm able to reach out to people to invite them to our virtual summit, our monthly, we call it spirited conversations. And again, something counterintuitive. We cap the registrations at 20 so that folks that join, and I'm the moderator, we can have real conversations. We have an influencer or a a subject matter expert do a 15-minute presentation, and then we have 45 minutes of discussion, okay, to build the community and, and, and drive conversations. So I do a lot to raise my visibility and to engage people in having conversations separate from the inbound that comes in. Okay, my goal is I will help anyone. Anyone reaches out to me in in a way that's authentic, that needs help. Anyone introduces to me, that's the karma. I will talk to anyone and everyone. My goal is from every conversation, whether it's a salesperson, a college intern to a CMO or a CEO of a company, my goal is when they get off the call, they go, I'm glad I talked to that guy and they're becoming an advocate. Carter, I freaking love you, man. I hope that's cool to say. You know, in the last, I'm looking at the, the date, in the last six weeks, I've had a change of heart to this. You know, I would show up to every conversation with added value, but I would also put a blockade because common knowledge and in industry is, you know, you need to block your calendar off. So I did that. I time blocked. And if you, if only people that met my criteria requested a call, I would take it. But then I read a book. Um, it was called the surrender experiment by Michael A. Singer. And it basically talked about the premise of my, the guy, the author, Michael, tested the surrender, like the surrender experiment where he just said yes to everything that came across his plate. And he built, you know, a large IPO tech company, billion dollar company. And he really had no hand in it. He just said yes to everything. He added value and he showed up and ignored the ego and you're doing the same thing. And, you know, I'm six weeks into this experiment too, but I, I love it already. So guys, I can't, stress enough how amazing this person is across the zoom room with me. Um, and Carter, I just want to acknowledge you and thank you for being someone who generally shows up with that servant leadership attitude and just great energy. Cause I think, you know, you talked about showing up authentically is, uh, one of the easiest ways to stand out. And I think showing up with great energy is, is, is as well. So I want to thank you for jumping on the call. Thank you for really adding value to everyone listening for everyone that's now obsessed with you as much as I am, or just enjoys hearing what you have to offer, where can they learn more about Leadtail and you? Yeah, just go to, just go to Leadtail.com. Um, you know, the key is you'll see the sort of content we have there. You'll better understand how we've built our marketing mission around helping B2B marketers up their game by learning from others. 
And you'll see that our approach isn't to try to trumpet how great we are at social media all the time, because that becomes very, very clear once, once they get into our orbit and start having conversations with us. Beautiful. Guys, you heard it here first. Lead with value, build community, and everything will work out. So, Carter, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, hopefully somewhat sunny day in Portland.